Trying is the first step towards failure. No matter how good you are at something, there is always about a million people better than you. Donuts? Is there anything they can't do? Hello and welcome to episode 347 of Under the Cull of MS. Those are just some Homer Simpson quotes. Because we will be talking about some Simpson comics in a little bit here. Uh, this is Tuesday episode, some comics, some MS, some whatever. I didn't do an episode yesterday. I had a rough night, rough weekend, rough everything. Got out. My knee appointment got canceled. So my knee doctor is sick. Got that call just after I woke up. Well, if you could say waking up, pretty much stayed up. And then got it rescheduled to today, which today I also had have a dentist appointment. So it's I'm doubled up on appointments today now. And we got some freezing rain crap in Wisconsin and everything else. And it's just one of those interesting things. But let's get to comics here. Just before I do, I did finish the Gunk game, which I really enjoyed. I loved it from the start. Wish it would have been open world, though. I hope if they do a second one, it's more open world, and we're allowed to travel to different planets and deal with this gunk in different planets throughout the solar system. It was a pretty quick game. It had seven... Seven to eight levels, basically, throughout it. A lot of fun, uh, but was your basic playthrough style game. So no matter what, it's the same every time you replay it. And it's going to be that same planet over and over. I would, uh, I really want to just travel around the solar system and play with other planets, though. Uh, another game I am doing right now, I don't know if I mentioned it or not, a uh, game pass that I'm deeply into is Breath Edge, B-R-E-A-T-H-E-E-D-G-E, it's all one word. It's the one that I talked about with sticking the chicken in the suction tube and the chicken inflating and stuff, <laughs> but now later on in it, I have that same, that poor same chicken. <laughs> strapped to a stick and whenever i have to deactivate some loose electrical wires i shove the chicken against it he shorts out the wires by being electrified uh this one's very interesting and fun basically dealing with a blown up spaceship out in the atmosphere but again you're pretty much stuck to this realm you have different areas you can go to different things you can focus on. It's like I have a thing to already go to the end of the game and finish it. Uh, I did a few things right off the bat in the beginning that needed to be done, and now I could just go ahead and finish the game, work towards the end, or I can play around and do all this other stuff. And I was bummed because I was running out of storage room in my storage container. Then I broke open some crates on this broken barge of the ship that's just floating around out in space. 
you got all these broken parts of the ship that you're just floating over to and then going through and collecting things. There's dead bodies. There's a guy's eyeball I found floating around, and I'm going to use that for a retinal scan to get into some things. I found a casket that needs some special key that I'm curious what's inside that. And there's all kinds of fun things I'm coming across. But uh, I was worried about storage space, and now I found a uh, blueprint to make suitcases that hold like 80 items per case. So that's cool. I don't have to worry now. I got plenty of storage space. And I just got to float around, chill out, have fun. I got some chicky poo that's hunting me down that's trying to get me to come find her and keeps flirting with me but I have a feeling that it's going to be something bad once I do find it but I got lots of other things to do right now first I got to get some ability to withstand extremely cold temperatures because part of the ship is frozen and also just learned how to make a bunch of oxygen stations so now i'll be able to float all over without having to quickly run back to the ship every 30 seconds to get some air but yeah it's a really fun game that's my newest one that i'm hooked on i did try out this month's gold game never yield and uh, it's a fun one of those uh run through style just run as fast as you can, get through the level. Uh, it's fun, simple, but it's nothing I'm going to get deep into right now because it's a gold game. I can always come back to it. And the other one, other gold game we got is a Bugs game, uh, Band of Bugs, Xbox 360 game. That one's your basic... Uh, click and attack type, I forget what you call it, where you move square to square and then make your attacks or do other things, use your magic or anything, other abilities you have. And choose what you want to do, turn-based style game. Uh, not really big on those at the moment, but it is simple and fun, but I'm not going to get into that right now. I'd rather play the Game Pass games while I'm paying for Game Pass. So, so you'll check those out. And now that I've finished uh, the gunk, i got to find a new daytime game. Because daytime I play with volume on, nighttime I play with it off. So, Breath Edge I can play in the silence because there's nothing. It's all a little bit of talking. I do see I can get through subtitles. But. There's no one to really talk to when you're floating around. Endless space by yourself. <laughs> but yeah, I don't see any other ones on my list that I'm deep into. Maybe I'll get back into Subnautica below zero. Get further along in that one. Or maybe get back into my unpacking game. <laughs> Unpack some more boxes. I still got to play that Surgeon one a little further. Oh, uh, yeah. Video games, I tell ya. All right. Let's get into some comics. This is a stack of comics from 
I believe these are all from the comedy pile that I picked up a little while back for 10 bucks for 30 comics. And the first one we got is Bone, number nine, from Image Comics. I know I've read a little bit of Bone in the past, but don't remember it, don't recall it. I remember this little farm and grandma character and stuff. Some other characters, uh, the way it looks, there's a variety of bones. <laughs> I'm guessing we got phone bone, dark bone, white bone, different like goofy character bones, smarter and dumber ones. <laughs> but uh, this is interesting. It was, this story was, well, they do have a little thing. After being run out of Boneville, the three Bone cousins, well, there it goes. Phone Bone, Phony Bone, and Smiley Bone. See, I was right. They are uh, three different Bones. Uh, felt like there was even a couple other ones in there. Uh, if you look at some of the pictures, it looks like there's a Bone Cook, a Bone Waiter, and then a regular Bone. And the other Bones are in a different area. But anyway... I'm sure they're just species, same species, different names. But after being run out of Boneville, the three Bone cousins, Phone Bone, Phony Bone, and Smiley Bone, are separated and lost in a vast, uncharted desert. One by one, they find their way into a deep, forested valley filled with wonderful and terrifying creatures. This is written and drawn by Jeff Smith. Uh, in this story, the... There's this old grandma that's going to race a cow that, that Bowen's setting up a bunch of betting deals with. And people are making bets on the cow because it's supposed to be some special cow. And grandma's old, so she can't run anymore. So they're all betting against her. And he gets, he's got to read the story and find out what happens. But it was fun. I didn't think I liked Bone in the past, so I was kind of surprised to actually enjoy that story, but maybe the stories I read were stupid in the past, and maybe I'll come across some that I don't like coming up, but so far that one was that one will stay in the stack for a while. That was all right. And we got a couple free comic book day books. We got free comic book day bongo comics free for all. This is Simpsons. Uh, story basis comics first ones basically uh our comic book guy character gets has an accident and the accident happens to make him not like comics and not understand why he liked comics and you get to see what happens along the way throughout that story what he what happened to him what happens to him in the end and all the things that happened along the way. It was fun and interesting. Then we got a little radioactive man story. The origin of Glowy, the radioactive dog, which was fun. You get to find out how his little sidekick dog that looks exactly like the same style dog as Santa, Santa's little helper. So this town has an interesting inbreeding problem going with their pets. <laughs> But yeah, it's a simple one-page story, but it was fun. It was fun and interesting. Now we get a little uh, 
backstage story where we get to see the artists and writers and characters of the Bongo Comics lines in a nice little story, which is a lot of fun. And then we get a little pie man turned evil, evil story. We get to find out what's going on with Homer's little superhero character, pie man, and what's going on with him while he's turned evil. And it's just, it's a blast. Then we get a little parodied nuclear power man and iron foot heroes for rent or lease to own. <laughs> But yeah, this is a parody of some couple Marvel comic characters we happen to know. And uh, <laughs> Disco Stew is a bad guy in here. <laughs> it's, it's a fun little story. We even get a little, uh, a little crossover with the Peanuts characters and the, what you call it, the ones that sing YMCA. Those characters in that storyline, so that was a lot of fun. And then we had another free comic book day, Bongo Comics, called Gimme Gimme Giveaway. And these kids and people of all ages, uh, every year we have free comic book day. During the COVID, we got a little bonus of every month being free comic book month for a while there. Um but go to your shops, buy some comics, and for every so many dollars you spend, they'll give you a free comic book day comic. And they've it's been a lot of fun ones over the past years. So check those out. Let's see what you think. And then uh, the first story in this one is one where Homer kind of takes over a bus trip that he was uh, chaperoning, and they're traveling around the country, checking out all the different monuments and stuff like that. And then some things happen with the bus driver, and Homer takes over and takes him to Mount Rushmore and the Washington's Monument and tells stories in his way, the Alamo liberty bell and all that stuff just a variety of things and when uh we also get a little crossover in that story with the aliens and find out some stuff with the aliens in the past and the present and of course lisa's kind of pissy with her dad because he's not the smartest book and page in the book so then we got a bender story the bender you say which is a fun story where Bender needs something, has to search it down, and along the way finds out, finds some interesting contraband to, that will help him make better food, and it gets him in trouble. And then we find out about some other characters in their world and what's going on in the background. It was a fun story. We get a taming your wild child. Where Homer deals with his little shit-headed son, Bart. And it's uh, one that crosses over kind of with a circus story. and it's Just a fun little story of the 
differences between father and son and what can happen with different outcomes. And then we get a Plasmo the Mystic in the grotesque garage sale of Gargamash. Gargamash. This is where some interesting superhero, supervillain style characters happen along a, a yard sale that happens to have some it- items that they happen to know what they are and they battle with each other to get their hands on them and just you get to see what the items are and what they do and it's just a lot of fun a lot of good superhero-ish style stories in those couple of comics and sticking with superheroes i used to read so many of these when i was a kid and i don't remember them ever being this superhero character which i'm i probably read it but just don't remember it or whatever but when i was a little kid anytime i could get to a the bookstore or i think it's called book world or whatever or any other bookstore that had comic books uh spinner rack or something i'd always pick up some richie rich comics i always enjoyed those <laughs> back in the day when i was a little kid but uh this is super richie now Richie Rich as Super Richie. There's big trouble afoot as Rippy and Crash Man try to defeat Bigfoot. <laughs> this is just a fun story about the Richie Rich character and his butler uh, happen to dress up as superhero characters and play together. Uh just playing around their huge giant planet sized property that they own. <laughs> and here they take a helicopter trip and they find a big hole in the ground and they're like, where's this hole coming from? So they're trying to figure out why some stuff's been disappearing. And uh, <clears throat> it, I don't want to give it away, but it ends up crossing over with some other characters and Bigfoot's part of this whole storyline. And some things happen to some family members. And it's uh, just, it's always fun watching Richie playing with his toys, doing all his things. And then I see, you know, Wendy break the spell story. And I'm like, thinking it's going to be a fun little Wendy the Witch. Uh, storyline. I didn't even pay attention to the bottom of the page to notice that it was a hostess fruit pie <laughs> advertisement. But it was still a fun little story with the witches. The evil witches trying to get the good witches stuff and all that. And we had uh, Richie Rich, the poor little rich boy in Money Can Be Dangerous. Uh, in this one, some characters come to the Richie Rich Mansion to rob him and end up finding other parts of their huge giant mansion. Like I said, their their yard has to be like, their property has to be like, I don't know, the size of a couple states. I mean, they have their own mountains. They have their own little, little areas where they hide stuff. They got... Just all kinds of different 
things you always used to see Richie Rich go to different parts of his property and there this place had to be massive but these robbers happen to come across different things that are better and better and they get greedier and greedier and get more and more and just get to find out what happens when you let greed get out of hand and get away with it then another one opposite side of that whole fact this is a fun little story little dot in the mystery of the growing dots she finds a a little bead and keeps playing with it and throwing around and losing it and then finding something different and then losing that and finding something different and just things keep getting better and better and all she's out is out to have some fun and without being greedy you get the things you want more and it's just it was fun and then we have richie rich the poor little rich boy and the time block in this story is parents are going off do some stuff and like to a dance or whatever and then he has his i mean this character is like an old character but he's the size of richie rich and I remember him in the comics and stuff just being this weird, weird conniving character. And he has a device that stops time and you get to see what happens when he plays with it and gets too out of hand with it. And what happens with time in the long run. Then we have another Richie Rich story, which is just a quick one with a treasure hunt. That was fun. Lots of great advertisements in here to take you way back to those days, the dental advertisements, the free those toys and stuff you could get. And there was another super, super richy story with their superhero forms in It's For Real C. And it's a thing about them trying to save things and finding out that the things they're trying to save are part of a movie act or a tv show going on and you find out what happens in the long run of that story you gotta read it and we have super richie in this is show business or this one they help out uh an event where with more characters doing movie style themes and them becoming part of it the movies themselves and stuff and and all these fun things you can get, like a seven-foot-tall Frankenstein monster or a ghost, a life-size guy's ghost or some onion gum or get some a money changer a spud gun or you shoot little bits of potatoes, a secret book safe, <laughs> muscles of steel. I remember that thing. We had one of those wire, stupid, crappy things. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I used to buy things once in a while off comic books. I still have a few of them around if I dug a, dug through some old boxes, some of the items. And then the last one I'm going to talk about, like I said, this is definitely been, it was worth that 10 bucks. all these comics. I, got. I just, this was a lot of fun. I can't wait till the next time I order from them again. I'm definitely getting at least a comic pile again. This one is Walt Disney's Uncle Scrooge. This is a thick one. This is number 327. This is a nice, thick issue 
we get a nice little pirate story, shipwreck story with the old witch in this part of this one. We go back to the Alibaba type uh, part of the world and get into that and just all kinds of treasure hunting and going back and forth through time and finding where things are coming back up. You're getting the storyline from the past and then coming to the present and seeing how it, the ship and everything mixes in with the present day. And it's a fun story. And then we got Donald Duck in the inventing invention. And the first story was called, called the golden throne legend. Uh, in this one, we got the old Donald Duck just working on his little inventions, trying to come up with something to open his ketchup bottle and make his ketchup come out better. And along the way with doing that and meeting up with Gyro and Crisscross and all their inventions, all kinds of things happen. And it's very interesting little story but lots of fun trying to get to deal with that annoying ass ketchup bottle just trying to get that ketchup out why they ever made ketchup the way they started it was the worst condiment starting out with uh its distribution form means of distribution was just never right in the beginning it took a while to finally get to and how did they get to it with plastics which Oh, don't get me going on that. So, uh, doing some research and learning more things and finding out about how we eat like a credit card's worth of plastic a month and gets in our body and it comes out in our urine and our sweat and our feces and everything else. But anyway... <laughs> Oh, and another thing in the past, I think, 17 years, or 13 years, I mean, uh, we've produced 70% of the plastic in the world has been made in the last 13 years, which is ridiculous, considering we were fighting to get rid of plastics and all the problems with plastics. So, yeah, that's your government working hard. Uh, next story was Uncle Scrooge, Chuck Wagon Derby. This was a fun little story about Uncle Scrooge being like, oh, man, I want to be part of that chug wagon derby, and I don't have a chuck wagon. So he finds out that he ha- happens to have one in one of his old buildings on one of his billions of properties. And <laughs> so he, he does the old Jeff Bezos and gets himself set up with his own rig and has to show off and try and beat everybody. and. Does his little scamming and trapping and tricking to try and get his way through the story. And then we have uh, Uncle Scrooge gold foolery story in here. Or there's a. We get to meet that uh, one Westerner style Scrooge duck is in this storyline along with Donald and Uncle Scrooge and the witch, witchy duck, Gale, and a bunch of other characters. But they're all all fighting for the same thing, trying to get to 
get what they all want and just gotta see what happens. But that that was a nice thick thick book there, so that was definitely worth that. What was the cover price? Oh, it was six ninety five back in the day, ten ninety five Canada. So yeah, that is kind of pricey. So, but I thought it was like a three dollar deal back in the day. Which I'm saying back in the day, but it's only, let's see, what's the year for this was nine, or 2004, so it's actually not that old at all. All right, that's it for the comics portion. Kind of fun. Nice little pile. Definitely worth the 10 bucks so far. No. And we will get back to you with some MS Health stuff right after this. Okay, let's talk some health stuff. Let's talk about the top 50 symptoms of multiple sclerosis. We got so many symptoms, we don't do a top 10, we do a top 50. As we know, multiple sclerosis, MS, is a disease of the central nervous system with symptoms that can affect almost anything from head to toes. The disease is so variable that no two people with MS are likely to have exactly the same combination of symptoms as MS symptoms mimic dozens of other conditions. It is also important to consider that this list is not exclusive to MS. Here are 50 of the most common MS symptoms. Sensory problems, abnormal sensations, dysthesia, or dysthesias, dysthesias, I think I always say dysthesia, numbness, tingling, burning, or tightness, pins and needles, severe itching, pruritus, hypersensitivity to touch, just all kinds of fun stuff. Pain, acute or chronic, mild to severe. Loss of proprioception, which is the sense of body position in space. Okay. Uh, That's where I had that weird world moving. But it's actually not, but it definitely feels like it. Inability to detect vibrations. Impaired sense of taste or smell. Trigeminal neuralgia. Stabbing pain in the face. Should say severe stabbing pain. It should say fucking hurts stabbing pain in the face. (laughs) The Hermides sign. Electrical shock-like sensation running down the spine. And into the limbs when you bend your neck forward or backward. I also say it sometimes. It's kind of like a... Spinal orgasm from head to toe. Uh, The MS hug, which is not what you think. A nice, comfortable, cozy little hug. This is like a gorilla, bear, sasquatch, Bigfoot type hug. Bone crushing, rib crushing. Severe pain. It can last minutes to months to 
whatever. Motor problems. Loss of strength or muscle weakness. Loss of muscle tone. Hypotonicity or increased muscle tone. Hypertonicity. Spasticity. Continuously contracted muscles and or muscle spasms. Ah, ooh, throat's getting <clears throat> a little harsh and dried up. And I grab my water bottle, bring up, and jam my finger under the corner of the table. I'm just so damn accident prone. All right, we got. Myoclonus, which is sudden involuntary muscle contractions. Yeah, tremors, foot drop, problems walking, impaired gait or mobility problems, paralysis, loss of balance, loss of coordination, which is ataxia. Got a cat looking up at me like, hey man, I want to come hang out with you. <laughs> yeah. You can get up here. Come on, get your butt situated. Pick a spot. Don't be greedy. Everybody's welcome. Come on in. Come in and play. Just quit trying to eat my cord on my microphone all right let's go to cerebral 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 ataxia uh, can cause gait ataxia uncoordinated walking nystigmus just jittery eye movements intention tremor which is shaking when attempting fine motor movements. Hypotonia, which is the inability to maintain a steady posture. Dysdiadokinesia, which is the inability to maintain a steady rhythm. Dysmetria, which is reduced control of range of movement resulting in over or under shooting limb movements. This, this star, this arthria, which is cha- changes in speech production, including slurring, unclear articulation of words, and difficulty controlling loudness, which these things you can hear a lot throughout my podcast. A lot of different levels of speech and types of speech and how I am dealing with it as I'm trying to get it out. <laughs> uh, dysphonia, which is changes in voice quality, including hoarseness, breathiness, breathiness, I never heard that before, nasal tone. And poor control of pitch. Dysphagia, which is difficulty swallowing. Which, I mean, you can be just trying to, which I'm going to do right now, take a sip of water. And you can just about choke to death on that little sip of water trying to get it down sometimes. 
just really weird when it happens. Very painful and scary as shit. And it's like, usually when I get it, it's also conflicts with uh, trying to breathe. And so I'm trying to breathe, swallow, and live all at the same time. And it's like, you just start freaking out. Because I've had moments where I literally forgot how to breathe or how to swallow. And it's just, there's no way to really control that. And when it happens, it can be scary as shit. But get through it. And all of a sudden you're fine. You're back to normal or you're dealing with it for a while. But uh, vestibular ataxia, which can cause loss of balance, vertigo, dizziness, nausea, and vomiting, nystagmus, which is jittery eye movements again, Sensory ataxia, which results in loss of body position sense, proprioception, inability to detect vibrations, Romberg's sign. I don't remember ever hearing Romberg's sign before. Uh, The term gate, that's gate. The Romberg test is a neurological test which detects poor balance because of deficits in proprioception. The test involves standing with your feet together. Okay, yeah. We have to do this every time, every year for the yearly uh, update on where, how we react to all our things. Just stand with your feet together, close your eyes. The doctor will observe how you're able to maintain your balance and an upright posture. The doctor may even push you slightly to see whether you are able to compensate and maintain an upright posture. He doesn't need to do that because every time I do it, do the test within seconds, all of a sudden I'm tipping usually to the right side. I like to fall to the right. Uh, and vision problems like optic neuritis, loss of vision, eye pain, diminished color vision, blindness, uh, diplopia, double vision, blurred vision, flashes of light in peripheral vision, uh, hearing problems, hearing loss, tinnitus, ringing in the ears, Hyperacusis, abnormal sensitivity or intolerance to everyday sound levels or noises. Uh, If anybody's ever found a way to do anything to help your tinnitus, let me know. Send me a message. I have tried everything, even some of the folklores we've heard of putting certain things in, trying certain things. I talked to the doctor about the Hearing aids supposedly helping with it, which they don't, they say, yeah, it's annoying. It's been so many freaking years, 24-7, just ringing, just different levels, just uh, go away already. Cognitive changes, short and long-term memory problems. Huh? What were you talking about? 
attention difficulties, slower speech or information processing speeds, problems with abstract conceptualization, difficulty finding the right words. Oh, that's so often lately. It's just been so bad. It just drives me nuts. I wish it wouldn't happen when I'm trying to do something that's being recorded and stuff. Happens all the time. Confusion or sensory overload. It's too much stuff all at once. And say we have a tendency to, well, at least I have a tendency to over, overdo things all at once. So I get too many things going at once and then it just starts piling up. And then my brain just shuts down because I getting confused because all the things I'm trying to remember what I'm doing. Emotional changes like depression, generalized distress and anxiety, mood swings or emotional liability. I think it's supposed to be liability. No, liability. Must be a word. I don't remember reading that. Pseudo bulbar effect. Cry when you're happy. You're laughing when you should be crying. Laughing at a funeral. Crying at a birthday party. Uh, depression, not a good thing to mess with. Talk to someone. Get some counseling, get on some medications, whatever. It's all better to just somehow try and deal with it and work with it. Get out of your life along with stress and anxiety. Bladder bowel or sexual problems, such as urinary incontinence, hesitancy, urgency, frequency, retention, or leakage, constipation, diarrhea, or bowel incontinence. I got a cat totally stretched out in my right arm. I'm just trying like hell not to drop him as he keeps stretching further and further. He's a big, long, hot dog right now. <laughs> Impotency, Impotency, reduced libido, or inability to achieve orgasm. Reduced genital sensation, or vaginal dryness. Sleep disorders like insomnia, narcolepsy. Restless leg syndrome, or nocturnal movements. Cat's going to fall any second now. Sleep disordered breathing. Other symptoms like fatigue, headache and migraine, breathing problems, heat sensitivity, problems regulating heat and cold, paroxysmals, paroxysmal, I can't say that word today. Proximal, I'm just going to say, <laughs> symptoms, seizures, and a variety of other good things that just like to happen to pop up for us every now and then. But, all right. I think, let's see, we got anything interesting on this? 
how long does it really, really take for a behavior to become regular? And basically, if you want to make a habit a regular habit, it depends on the habit that you're dealing with. Uh, there was a thing tr- that you could trace back to Psycho-Cybernetics, which is a book published in 1960 by Dr. Maxwell Maltz. He didn't make this claim, but rather referenced this number as an observable metric in both himself and his patients at this time. He wrote, These and many other commonly observed phenomena tend to show that it requires a minimum of about 21 days for an old mental image to dissolve and a new one to gel. So you can predict yourself on that, but according to a 2012 study, habits are actions that are triggered automatically in response to contextual cues that have been associated with their performance. For example, when you get into your car, you automatically put on your seatbelt. You don't think about doing it or why you do it. I don't do that. Your brain likes habits because they're efficient. When you automate common actions, you free up mental resources for other tasks. You don't have to think about it. Mentally teach yourself how to do it every time. Uh, Dopamine's a reward that strengthens the habit and creates the craving to do it again and again and again and again. Got to get that that drug in your system, that dopamine. Basically, it can take anywhere from 18 18 to 254 days for a person to form a new habit and an average of 66 days for a new behavior to become automatic. There's no one-size-fits-all figure, which is why this time frame is so broad. Some habits are easier to form than others, and some people may find it easier to develop new behaviors. There's no right or wrong timeline. The only timeline that matters is the one that works best for you. So... Yeah, that's pretty much common sense. I don't see anything really, really new or interesting in that. Uh, Retina thickness can be used to identify MS patients with progressive disease. A study suggests, which is kind of interesting, the study was basically the macular macular ganglion cell inner plexiform layer thinning as a biomarker of disability progression in relapsing multiple sclerosis. In MS, previous studies have shown that shrinkage of the peripheral retinal nerve fiber layer, the PRNFL, one of the layers of the retina that contains the nerve endings, axons of neurons found in the retina, is an indicator of axonal degeneration that is linked to physical or cognitive disability progression. 
but some studies are now suggesting that assessing changes in the thickness of the macular ganglion cell, the inner plexiform layer, the MGCIPL, a combination of two retinal layers that contain the cell bodies of neurons found in the retina, may be better to monitor MS progression. However, cutoff values regarding MGCIPL atrophy, shrinkage, for both cross-sectional and longitudinal use in individual patients are lacking. Uh, see, thickness measurements were performed using optical coherence tomography, OCT, a non-invasive imaging test that uses light to take pictures of the retina, which I believe is a test that I had where my doctor mentioned stuff saying she doesn't believe I ever had any high blood pressure issues, doesn't know why I'm on the medications. Uh, she could tell, tell stuff about multiple sclerosis by looking at those x-rays. It's just, you'd be amazed what your eye doctor can see nowadays with the tests that they do. So mention something to them, talk to them. I mean, optic neuritis is a big thing too. They can see if there's tightness in the nerves and stuff. So when you turn your eyes, if it causes issues and things, and there's a lot of stuff they can tell you. It's amazing what she told me when I had my last appointment. And I wish I could have got it all in writing, all written down all, so I could look it over and tell you all about it again. But it was very interesting. I learned some stuff that I questioned other doctors with because of it. But, yeah. Another great way to find out more about your multiple sclerosis and how bad it can be. Uh, I've never heard of this before. It's called Arnica, A-R-N-I-C-A. And it's supposed to be something that can help with pain relief. Arnica comes from the perennial arnica montana a yellow orangeous flower that grows in the mountains of europe and siberia it's sometimes called the mountain daisy because of its colors and the petals look like the familiar flower creams and ointments made from the flower head can be used to address address ailments like muscle soreness and aches bruising joint pain and swelling and inflammation uh, doctors don't recommend using it on broken skin or extended or for extended periods of time. It can cause irritation. Additionally, pregnant or breastfeeding women should consult with a doctor before using it. Some people have allergic reactions or show hypersensitivity. If this occurs, you should stop using it. Uh, people that are allergic or hypersensitive to any plants in that, that family, like dahlias, daisies, dandelions, marigolds, or sunflowers, should stay away. As with most homeopathic remedies, the scientific jury is still out, despite studies that show it to be an effective treatment for arthritis or post-surgery bruising. Talk to your doctor if you're interested in using it. It's called Arnica. 
it's interesting. I'd like to try it out. I have no problems with those types of flowers and stuff. And if it works as a pain reliever, yeah. what the heck? Why not? All right, let's end this with a weird, interesting fact. See what we got today. If you were to visit the country of Ireland on May 1st, you might see cows with flowers tied to their tails. People tie flowers to the tails of cows because they feel that doing this will bring them good luck. No one is sure how the cow feels about it, though. And they might help with odor when they go to the bathroom. <laughs> An average of 34 people are killed by fires every day. Remi- reminder here, these are old, old, old facts so these might not even be around anymore be true in the first place an average of 34 people are killed by fires every day in the united states and every day in the u.s fires destroy fire destroys an average of 1609 homes 378 apartments 211 stores 70 farm buildings 66 schools 53 restaurants, 11 factories, and 11 churches. Every day? Holy shit, and that was way back when. Wow, I want to know what today's numbers are. It's against the law. In Iowa, it's against the law to keep a horse in an apartment house. Yeah, I would think so. An animal may be sent to jail in Illinois. Okay. And it's against the law in Connecticut to sell a pickle that will fall apart when dropped 12 inches. Well, make sure you don't slice those pickles before handing them over. All right. We will end that with those things. A couple interesting facts. Nothing too exciting. Something. A little something, something. Uh, We'll get back to you again soon. Hopefully tomorrow, more than likely, with a wellness episode. Really hoping that the dental shit goes good and we get back to uh, less issues with all the teeth and we can get them to work. Just got to try it out for the rest of the week and see how how it goes. See if the pain areas come back or if other pain issues start up. But we're going to leave it there for today. Be good to yourself. Be good to everybody else. Kick you out a monster. Check out Crimson Call Comic Club. Check out Under the Call. Keep following Under the Call of MS. Rate, review, tell a friend. Add it to anybody's accounts. Just put us on there. We want to be part of everybody. everybody's podcasting routine. And we'll get back to you sometime soon. Be good.